0: Good morning and welcome to our podcast Do North a daily devotional provided for our church and our community to provide encouragement to us. I was thinking this morning about the title do north you you have to have a do north for all other directions to be correct. There has to be that one center piece that one focus that you know is is always going to be right and I thought of that this morning I thought that jesus he is our due north. He is that center focus, and when we get our eyes on him, everything else begins to line up properly. Well, I, I want to say I pray for you today. as a matter of fact, I pray for each and every one of you that's listening to me. I pray before I even come on uh, at this point and do this podcast for the people who will listen. I, I want to give you some encouragement today. My God is still on the throne. He's still in control of every circumstance of our life, and we'll see a little bit about that in Psalms chapter 2. You see, God is a God of perfect timing, and as we approach chapter 2 of the book of Psalms, we're going to find some interesting things that I think will really apply to our particular circumstance today. In Psalms chapter 2, I'm going to read that to you. It says, Why do the nations rage, and the people plot a vain thing? The kings of the earth, they set themselves and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and the anointed saying, let us break our bonds in pieces and cast them into the cords from us. He who sits in the heavens shall laugh. The Lord shall hold them in derision. Then he shall speak to them in his wrath and distress them in his deep displeasure. "'Yet I have set my king on my holy hill of Zion. "'I will declare the decree the Lord has said unto me. "'You are my son, today I have begotten you. "'Ask of me and I will give it to you, "'an inheritance to the ends of the earth "'for your possession. "'You shall break them with an iron rod "'and shall dash them to pieces with a potter's vessel.'" Now, therefore, be wise, O kings, be instructed, you judges of the earth. Serve the Lord with fear and rejoice with trembling. Kiss the son, lest he be angry and you perish in the way. When his wrath is kindled but just a little bit, blessed are those who will put their trust in him. May the Lord bless the reading. Of His Word. There are several things I want to point out about this passage today. First of all, it talks about the rebellion of the nations. It says that nations will rise up against the Lord, they will take counsel together against God. Nations setting themselves up against God. We, we might say that in this passage, it's talking about the nations flicking their nose, if you will, at God, a careless response to the holiness and leadership that God provides for us to be honest with you not only is this verse referring to the nations at that particular time it's it's referring also to ours for centuries we have steadily drifted away from god as a nation we may still walk around with in god we trust on our money but the truth of the matter is it is not embedded within our hearts For centuries now, we've drifted away from the Lord. The 18th, 19th, and even the 20th century were dedicated to God. Most of the people in America would attend church and they would read their Bibles and and at least try to live moral lives. But the 21st century has been somewhat different. It's been a time of revolution, if you will. We've had revolution in technology, we've had advancements in science. And indeed, we have found ourselves trying, just as these verses say, to rebel and take counsel against God. We have become a nation that has kicked God out of our schools. We have become a nation that's took God's commandments off our walls. We have become a nation with every element of our society that has done their best to take God out of our teaching and out of the theme of our nation. Indeed, the rebellion of the nations that is mentioned in this passage is indicative of the nation and even the world that we live in today. The nations believe within their heart that somehow they're bigger than God, that somehow they can rely upon their own knowledge, and truly, that is a dark road to go down. We see the rebellion of the nations, but in verse four and five, we see the response of God. First of all, it tells us that God sits on his throne. Can I tell you that God's not pacing back and forth today? He's not wringing his hands. He's not worried about what's going on. The Bible says that he's seated upon his throne. He is in total control. He is in the same spot he always has been. And he is in total control of our lives. He is seated on the throne, this passage says, and it says, and he laughs. If we were to put it in language that we might well understand today, we would say, and he shakes his head. God is looking at the nations and he's wondering, how could they possibly come up with the idea that they could be successful without me? The response of God is to look at them and wonder, not understanding why we would possibly think that we could do it upon our own. We see in this passage of scripture, the rebellion of the nations. We see the response of God And then we see the retribution that comes upon man. The retribution that comes upon man. It says in this passage of scripture in verse 9, he says he will break them with a rod of iron and he will dash them into pieces. You see, the truth of the matter is, my friend, God is real today. And I'm telling you, he has and still will use calamity to wake us up. To help us to understand how desperately we need Him. If you look through the Old Testament times, you will find time after time after time that God used calamity and bondage and pestilence and diseases to come upon the nation in order to turn them back to God. We look at this time and many people ask, how could there be a God if this is happening? But as we look in the past, we see that he has used calamity over and over to wake us up and to call us to return to God. I believe that that's exactly what he's doing today. I believe that he's using these circumstances that are happening within our lives to call a nation back to its foundation, to call a nation back to a relationship with God. So what is his requirement The Bible says to return unto the Lord. It says to kiss the son lest he be angry. That's a sign of submission. You see, my friend, in order for us to receive the blessings of God, it requires a submission of our country. It requires us to realize that it is God who rules over us, not our Sales, to realize that our nation desperately needs god in order to be healed the scripture says if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray if they will seek my face and they will turn from their wicked ways the bible says i will hear from heaven and i will heal their land all repentance is needed And my friend, repentance begins at home. Let us not just look at the nation and say, oh, this nation needs to repent. Let us look at our own lives and our own homes. Let us realize that we too have drifted away from God. How many times can you look in your life and see that you're no longer praying like you used to? You're no longer reading your Bible like you used to? You're no longer sincere about your commitments to God? We, the Christians, God's people, have drifted away from God and it is time that we wake up. It is time that we serve our Lord. It is those times of difficulty that we can rise up and commit ourselves to God. The lost and dying world needs to see our light today, but they won't see it until we first let that repentance begin in us. So, my friend, I challenge you today, in these moments you have, to ask God to revive your heart. Ask God to use you as a light in a dark world. You can't do that, my friend, if your light is dimmed or not even glowing. We've got to be the light to a lost and dying world. Let us first return to God. Let's pray. Father, we come before you right now and we thank you that you're a God in total control. And Father, in the midst of all of our ages and accomplishments in our society, we oftentimes have found ourselves quite dependent upon ourselves rather than you. And Father, we humbly bow before you now, acknowledging the fact that we need you more than we've ever needed you before. God, we've always needed you. We just haven't realized it, but we do today. And God, I pray that revival again, begins right here at home. It begins within my heart, Lord. Change me, revive me, help me to be the light that you would have me to be. Father, I pray for a great revival in our land, but I pray that it begins in your church. Let us be the ones who point towards the Savior, and we will forever give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Give God the glory today. Spend time lifting him up. He is in total control. He has you within the palm of his hand and we can praise him. We'll see you next time on Do Nor.